you know, I'm I'm in a I'm in a play right now. I'm in rehearsals, and as you know, we in the theater, uh, we often change in front of each other. And just yesterday, when I was changing a costume during a dress rehearsal, somebody was like, "Man, those look like comfortable boxers." And I was like, "You are right, my friend. These are Mac Weldon's, <laughs> which are better than whatever you're wearing right now." And the friend was like, "How do you know what I'm wearing?" And I'm like, "Are you wearing Mac Weldon's?" And he's like, "No." And I'm like, "Boom, Mac Weldon's a great gift for the holidays. It's great stuff. All of us on on the rebound wear." Mac Weldon boxers and other stuff. I like their hoodies. I like their undershirts. My favorite undershirts are also my Mac Weldon undershirts. Every pair of boxers that was in my underwear drawer that wasn't Mac Weldon got thrown away because I'm a Mac Weldon man. They even have a line of silver underwear and shirts that are naturally antimicrobial, which means they eliminate odor. They hate odor. They're, they like their stuff so much, and they're sure you will too. If you don't like your first pair, keep it. They're going to still refund you. No questions asked. So here's what you're going to do. Go to MacWeldon.com. Get 20% off using the promo code REBOUND. Again, MacWeldon.com, promo code REBOUND for 20% off. You should do it. If you love yourself, you'll do it. I'm wearing Mac Weldon socks right now. Nice. There we go. I'm wearing the underwear. And um, <laughs> I was I'm, looking, go I'm looking into a new, a new hoodie. I'm looking into a new hoodie. That I mm. for, did not realize that they actually made hoodies. So. Oh, the hoodies are so good, man. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a look at that. I believe I saw you wearing one of the hoodies when I was at Now Hear This, and I was jealous, Lex. Yeah. You did. My advice on the hoodies, just in general, because of the way I like to wear hoodies, I go one size larger mm-hmm. on the hoodie. Just putting that out there. Okay. It's okay for Lex, I guess. Uh, so we were talking before we started the show, and I was like, I have one topic. And Dan was like, I have many, many topics. <laughs> well, we'll so, see if they're the same one. That will be Dan, the real question. <laughs> You can, oh, they're almost certainly not. I wanted to talk for uh, for just a couple minutes about uh, Apple Watch bands. Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I uh, I had a birthday recently and I didn't know what to ask for, and so I put a couple watch bands on the list. I got a a knockoff black Milanese loop, and I will tell you, I can detect absolutely no quality <laughs> difference between that and the much more expensive yeah. silver gray whatever uh milanese loop that i bought initially <laughs> um it's great and it was like 20 bucks and uh i also asked for a giant leather uh, apple watch uh, band and uh-huh. uh my wife absolutely hates it i like it though Ooh, but it's really it's, it is opinionated but she hates it she thinks where it's like was it way acquired from these were both amazon items i will okay. uh I will share them so that we can yeah. put them in the show notes and so that you can see yeah. them. But, I, like yeah, them both, but I, I was just wondering, like, do you guys have more than one band? I only have two. Oh, yeah. I have, I have, um, I have the black sport band, which it came with. And then I have the black and gray, uh, nylon band that they came out with whenever, like last year. That's it though. Mm. I have three. So I have the original, um, floralastomer. And then I got a, um, uh, for my birthday last year, I got a leather uh, band that my wife got off of Etsy, which mm. I liked quite a bit and wore for a long time um, until I got the uh, the nylon, the black nylon band, um, which I like because it looks less, um, you know, like sports watchy than the the Floralastomer band, but still I can exercise in it, so I don't have to mm. change mm-hmm. the like with the leather one. I felt like I had to change the band every time I right, exercise because right. I didn't want to get it all sweaty. So um, now I can wear this all the time. So that's an attractive, uh, that's an attractive fake Milanese loop there. Although I'm very amused of the that the 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 art that they put on the Amazon page is a woman reclining in a bikini. So yeah, yes, (laughs) 
Um, Classy. I, I said that it was around twenty bucks. It was it was a twelve dollar uh, a twelve dollar band, but it really is. It it has the same kind of magnetic closure. It works great. Um, I've been wearing it mostly full time since I. Whoop, I've been wearing it mostly full time since I got it, and I, I haven't noticed any like paint chipping, scuffing anything. It looks. It just looks great. And then that leather one. Uh, as you, like it's just it's just big it's thick and she was not a huge fan of the huge band oh yeah that's a lot of but i like it that's a lot of leather it's a lot of band it's opinionated yeah. it's the, it's, the it's watch got a itself is not really a small watch particularly yeah i don't so, mind a leather watch yeah. band like I've, I've worn plenty of watches in the past that have a leather watch band but that that looks like i don't think i would have worn even a conventional watch with that band it's just not my style yeah mine is mine is the size of the part that just comes out of the the hooks there you go. Mm-hmm. It's nice. Not I don't know if it's my style that. either. I wanted to try something yeah. new, and it was a gift. What are you going to do? Without the uh, the without the BDSM part. <laughs> <laughs> this was my this was my first time uh, with a custom watch band, and now I have two. Or with with a alternate watch bands, I guess I would say. And I, um, I, I so I had never done the changing out your watch band thing, and it really is very easy. Uh, my mother-in-law changes her watch band almost every day to match her outfit. Now, let me throw this out there because this is kind of related. There was a story that was going around earlier this week that, um, and I'm hopefully, am I going to get his name wrong? The former, I guess he was the former like VP in charge of special projects, uh, Paul Deneuve. Um, so he's one of the fashion guys. He was like an ex-Yves Saint Laurent guy that they hired back when they were like really getting into the watch um, and he got he got removed. His bio got removed from the page from the bios page on Apple site. Apparently, he is no longer because he's no longer reporting directly to Tim Cook. He's instead reporting to Jeff Williams, um, which I thought was an mm. interesting. I mean, granted, this is all kind of criminology, obviously, but like he was clearly he seemed clearly there to be you know part of the watch push, right? Because he was from a fashion background, etc. Um, and it seems like between the changes in marketing with Series Two of the watch. And kind of just sort of the general trajectory of that product, it seems like they're moving away from the fashion angle of the watch. It seems like mm-hmm. you know, they're definitely moving much toward more towards it being either a fitness because you know we've got the Nike partnership, um, or just sort of a you know sort of accessory uh, you know uh, product. And I, I guess I feel like overall. It's. I don't want to say that like it's not the success they hoped it for because we obviously we had the story that just came out I think today as we record this um, that was talking about Apple Watch sales um, and whether they mm-hmm. whether they were down or up, which was a disagreement between you know sort of the industry uh, market research folks versus Tim Cook saying no no everything is great, um, but I mean I I don't know about you guys but my my perception of the Apple Watch since its release has always been that it is not. I think they wanted it to be bigger and it's not that it's unsuccessful. It's just, it was never going to be the, of the level of an iPhone, obviously, but I feel like maybe it has, it just, sure. But I feel like maybe, maybe it has underperformed somewhat into where they had hoped for it. I don't think it's done badly, but like, I think they had hoped to do better with it. That sounds roughly correct. I, I I was just thinking about it yesterday that, I still watch OS three and beyond. Uh, I'm still not using a lot of apps on my watch, and every time I try, um, it takes so long still that I give up. Like the the thing that they've repurposed that <laughs> your best friends in the world button for <laughs> that works fine for me. But when I try to launch like the Slack app or the Nest app, which are the only two apps I ever really think of launching on my watch, uh, they just never open. They never open. <laughs> it's, it's great. I, I wish I- there was a Sonos app. 
Oh, yeah, nice. I think I think that Sonos started doing something recently, or maybe I made that up. But I've I, I, I everything works so poorly that I stopped even checking. I think I mainly <laughs> use the uh, built-in timer app, obviously, and then the only other things I think I really use on it as like other apps are Pedometer and Dark Sky, and Dark Sky is kind of hit or miss in terms of how well it actually loads. A lot of times, you just get yes. getting your forecast, and it's like someday. <laughs> hmm. I use carrot weather, Reply which hazing. I think Try works again. pretty well. Yeah, I, I guess I have. I, I might carrot, have that weather installed seems somewhere. Relatively solid. Okay. Yeah. I, I know why I said that. I thought there was a Sonos integration because in some recent Sonos update made it so that you can control Sonos from the lock screen. Mm. If you the, if you start it from the your phone. phone, right? But so the the now playing thing on the watch will work. Oh, interesting. Okay, because it like routes through oh, that really? essentially. Yeah. Oh, okay, I haven't tried that. I'll I'll try that. So, but you have to start it from your phone so that it can get the phone in the I'm controlling your Sonos mode, and then you can use the watch. Yeah, yeah. Pretty, well, that's usually pretty cool. I mean, that's mostly how I want to use it. Um. Anyway, we'll we'll see. Well, so this we de- will. The, the demotion of Denev, though, I think is an interesting. Just like it does strike me as like I don't know. It, it, do you feel like this is a thing where maybe they cut their losses and are just like we're going to keep updating this product, but it's not going to get as much attention? Or do you think that they're like going back to the drawing board and reformulating? And like when they do like a series three in like a year and a half, it's going to be very different. I don't know. I I just want to get. I just want to get to this. I want to get to this before Lex does. Um, I second that demotion. <laughs> <laughs> I, I uh i never saw that coming <laughs> that's that's where i was going <laughs> uh, i've missed you guys i mean i you know i, I think it seems like the the fashion stuff kind of happens on its own and they don't need to overplay that like you know sell some sell some bands have other people sell bands yeah. and just let it happen don't like don't push it try and turn yourself into a fashion company um and and it seems like all the stuff that they've done recently to make it more you know more sports more health is actually you know kind of defining the watch better and making it more appealing so i feel like that seems like the right way to go doesn't that feel like it fits better with apple's culture too than the like high-end chic fashion i feel like that's the thing that people used to like People make fun and mock Apple about seeming too hoity-toity, whereas something that mm-hmm. seems more fitness-related, I feel like it gels a little better. Like I, Tim Cook, you know, say what you will about him, I don't necessarily think of him as like a fashion plate, but like he does seem like <laughs> he, in all the interviews I've ever seen with him, he seems like a very ath- active, athletic guy, and like I can see why right. that makes sense for him. And rather than trying to be like turn the watch into something that doesn't really gel with Apple, I feel like it makes more sense to uh, emphasize the aspects of it that play. Really really well with what apple wants to do mm-hmm. i'm just saying yeah i mean particularly when it doesn't i mean it's a it's a nice enough looking smartwatch, but i don't think it it's capable of competing at that high end watch person level you know with the crazy watch people no i don't think so i, I mean the question is really whether it competes against the fitness trackers there were some there were some numbers out earlier i think the within the last couple of days about where uh, I'm sure this came from uh, the uh, arm of my former employer, IDC, um, in terms of wearable devices. Um, and I think according to that, and you always take that with a grain of salt, right, because they don't have access to direct numbers. They're just doing their their own analysis of the market. Uh, and they're putting it behind 
uh, you know, well behind Fitbit, and even in this case behind uh, our good friends at Xiaomi, even though that's a, I think, a different market to a certain extent, um, and Garmin too, which I kind of was surprised about. But you know, there's some play in those numbers, I'm sure. But Fitbit in this case seems to, by their numbers, anyways, seems to have a very massive lead. Then again, they're playing in a lot of price ranges that Apple doesn't play in, right? Exactly. Yeah, it's a much yeah. cheaper thing. You can get Fitbits for like under thirty bucks at this point, I think, but. Mm-hmm. I will say with the watch, I know that this is not a new feature request, but more so than ever, I really want the, I want a watch where the face is always on. Um, The more I come to rely on the watch for just its main screen in terms of like, I've got, I I like my screens where I've got my next appointment and the temperature and the date and stuff, plus the time, (laughs) being able to see those without having to gesticulate wildly would be great. Um, And I'm surprised that they don't have more photorealistic watch faces because you were mm. making the point they're never going to really compete with with you know expensive watches i think that's mm-hmm. maybe true but like if they they could make faces that embraced watch culture in addition to the faces they already have that kind of embrace digital culture if you know what i mean like yeah. I, maybe like i i as <laughs> as regular listeners know i love uh analog faces that are digitally powered i don't know why but i always have but i feel like they could have ones that are more Everyone's got something. Uh, I feel like they could have more, uh, a deeper embrace of like cool old school analog watch faces. I think they could just have a greater breadth of them. I mean, you know, yes, it's, it's pretty ridiculous to that. They don't have a watch face store. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it seems like it's that, that you're just like, you know, that's the classic. We want to control the look of the thing um, to the nth degree so that nobody has something ugly on their watch. Well, let people have ugly watch faces. Yeah, at this point, you've, <laughs> you know, that ship has sailed in terms of like if you're not playing hard against the fashion, you know, market again, anyways, then like why not let yeah. people do everything? I mean, so I mean, I guess it's like it's the, it, you know, the, that was their, uh, they're making money off of these deals with um, Hermes, mm-hmm. I guess. So yeah. that you can get the Hermes face and get the Hermes band. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there is an Apple watch face store. It just comes with an expensive band that goes. With it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how much money are they making off of that compared to, you know, like if they could, you could sell you a watch face for a buck. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I mean, it just seems like, um, again, I think they're positioning it in a product that doesn't entirely mesh with the best or the, like the aspects that they should want to emphasize. I feel like, you know, we've we've seen so much stuff with the open you know the app store and stuff like that i feel like this it makes far more sense for them to open up watch faces than it does to like lock things down with exclusivity but those are kind of the two sides of apple right there yeah. emblematic i don't i don't necessarily buy the whole thing was so so after that report came out tim cook i guess uh said like oh we've had like the best uh i guess reuters asked him about it and tim cook says like sales growth is off the charts in fact during the first week of holiday shopping our sell-through of apple watch was greater than any week in the product's history um which is one of those things where it's like well it's like kind of like a jeff bezos graph where it's like well we have we have nothing to compare this to so we have no idea what that means um it's gone up yes exactly that's great i mean sure that's that's great but you also lowered the price of the older watches and released new watches right. so that yeah, can mean right. anything yeah. Yeah. and self sell through yeah. is also a very 
custom handpicked metric, right? Yep. It's like of the watches yes. we made, we sold a whole lot. Of them. Right. We yeah. only made twelve this week, though. That's yes, exactly. So, <laughs> I, I'm. I mean, and it makes sense to me. It's always made sense to me that the watch would sell well for holiday season because it's it's fairly inexpensive as far as like a lot of technological gadgets go, and it doesn't carry a subscription cost or anything like that. <laughs> Plus, no, only an idiot would buy for themselves. <laughs> Everybody else gets it as a gift. Uh, I guess that makes us all idiots. Um, Indeed. So yeah, I, I'm. I guess I'm interested to see where it goes, but I feel like it's it's being. I, I don't want to necessarily say backburnered, but I think it is probably does not have the priority behind it that it did in that like huge lead up to it, right? Where it felt like it was like the be all end all of the next Apple thing, right? Mm-hmm. Now Dan suggests that our listeners should spend hundreds and hundreds of dollars getting Apple watches as gifts for their friends and family. <laughs> that, in their that's lives. exactly what I just uh, said. <laughs> if you'd like to spend less, I got a great gift from this advertiser and they suggest you get it as a gift for other people in your lives and i would suggest you do as well and even get it for yourself and this is of course the fine folks at omaha steaks they offer unique gifts for gourmet food lovers and you get a great steak experience at home uh omaha steaks has the most flavorful tender aged beef plus seafood poultry pork veal and my favorite lamb along with veggies desserts appetizers pasta soups seasoning sauces and so much more why omaha steaks i'll tell you why i'm glad you asked they have over 500 gourmet gift ideas the highest quality cuts and ingredients one-of-a-kind flavor and it's convenient and quick shopping for everybody on your list all their beef is aged for 21 days to unlock the full flavors of the cuts it's hand trimmed it's vacuum sealed they have online recipes they have wine pairings and so much more right now omaha steaks is giving an exclusive savings just to our listeners listen to everything you'll get for less than 50 dollars two filet mignons two top sirloins two boneless pork chops four boneless chicken breasts four kielbasa sausages four burgers a 12 ounce package of all beef meatballs four potatoes au gratin four caramel apple tartlets one omaha steak seasoning packet and uh four additional kielbasa sausages free go to omahasteaks.com enter our code rebound in the search bar so you go to omahasteaks.com you search for rebound then add the family gift pack to your cart you're going to get a 77 percent savings it's the gift guaranteed to be a hit no lie my friends it is delicious i have eaten every single thing in that list of food not all at once and it was awesome so i highly recommend <laughs> all it. in one sitting yes. <laughs> that was a hell of a night <laughs> it was so good i am dead it's, now it's it's painfully good it's one of the you know sometimes you, you eat something and you're like oh my god it's so good like all you can think about is how good it is that's what it was like yeah um, i'm just saying so uh they're good they're good steaks brent um <laughs> table stakes um yes uh, i was gonna say so what do you think about the fact that your future might contain swarms of apple drones flying around you mapping everything in sight i didn't see this story you did not see okay so this is a bloomberg story from our uh you know the uh tipster extraordinaire mark german um, saying that Apple has basically filed plans to use drones um, to essentially improve its maps um, because they can go much faster than the cars that drive around with little cameras on them. Um, which is, and because they're easier to find when they get lost yeah. using Apple Maps. Yeah. Can you still run out and wave at them like I did when the You can't. Might, might take your head off as you go by. <laughs> um, so this has been interesting for me because um, here in India, uh, Apple Maps... Uh, how do I put this diplomatically? Suck. 
<laughs> they're really Jeez, bad. They're wow. really they're, there's no directions. You cannot. It, they're just not available. You can't get direct like even driving directions. I can't get from place to place. Really, nope, nothing. Um, and Google mm, Maps, I assume, does Google Maps is great. Directions. Works great. No problems. Um, and it's very disappointing. Um, and obviously, you know, I expect that to change at some point because Apple's made, you know, a big deal about how much it wants to grow in India. Um, and so I imagine it can't really (laughs) keep doing that if it can't provide directions. Um, but it's been, it just, you know, disappointing, um, because there are so many apps I have that have built in, like I, you know, tap something and it opens Apple maps and it's like, oh, I can't tell you to get there. (laughs) It's like, well, what good are you? Um, so, but I also at the same time have a hard time imagining swarms of drones flying around right now, mapping everything because it seems like that would be crazy. Uh, even in the U.S., right? Oh, it's- I mean, can, I mean, can you picture like drones? I, I guess we're we're right on the edge of that thing where like drones are going to start like flying around and the companies are going to be starting to use them to collect things. But like, I guess I haven't seen it. It seems weird to me and scary. A little scary. I'm going to be honest. Yeah, I'm less worried about Apple doing it than other people. Why but. though? That seems that <laughs> I mean, seems and, and ridiculous. Why, and John? It, I'm not sure. Well, because I mean, they are clearly, obviously, more concerned about privacy than anybody. I else don't give a shit game. about privacy. There's things flying around in the air. They're gonna like <laughs> ram into <laughs> me. I don't know. Are are you also flying around in the air? No, but like, it just it feels weird to be like walking down the street like. There goes a drone overhead. Like I I I don't know what kind of freaking science fiction future are we living in. <laughs> I you guess would be say, fine if it was a Zeppelin. <laughs> I don't quite get it, right? Because uh, cartographers have seemingly done a decent job in the pre-drone era. And, then, like, if is the drone what's holding Apple back from having directions in India? <laughs> I guess I don't have a problem with it. It doesn't – as long as it doesn't take my head off, I'm fine with a drone, generally speaking. Uh, I just don't get – um, I don't get why Apple really seems to struggle in the map space. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that either. In, in the in the article, they specifically mention, I think, that there are the using them to thing to do things that I think in Google's case are often crowdsourced. So they mentioned specifically examining street signs, tracking changes to roads, and monitoring if areas are under construction. Um, so there is certainly something to be said about like you can deploy deploy a drone and detect changes to an existing route much faster than you can deploy a car, probably. Um, but I agree with you, Lex, that like uh, it seems like they're coming from a deficiency in this space anyways. So this may not, this may aid if they were to like catch up and like might help put them push ahead, but I, I'm skeptical that it's going to let them catch up to where Google is already. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I, <laughs> if, if the story is legit, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> it, it feels like i can't think of the best analogy it's not it's not a gun to a knife fight this is like well i i can't get this picture hung evenly so let me go get the blowtorch like it, just, it feels like the wrong kind of <laughs> tools i don't know that's how i fix all my pictures uh not hanging evenly <laughs> it's fire yeah you burn the house down then now how straight is it honey yeah <laughs> that's that's what i do um is that not what you guys do uh, only sometimes. Um, this also mentions that they've uh, bought a couple com- uh, companies already that do indoor mapping, um, which is a, a thing that Google has also been working on. Uh, so, like, you know, Lex is, lives in a palatial manner, and sometimes he gets lost. And so finding his way from one wing of the house to the other, <laughs> maps are handy, the right? Theater. Yeah, the theater. You got to mark, mark those exits correctly, Lex. 
<laughs> I am I'm totally in the market for indoor mapping to be successful because I have no idea where anything is in the mall. Every time I go to the mall, there's new stores there, and I have to go to like one. I know how to get to the Apple store in the mall and how to get to the food court, and I know nothing else. I would love an indoor map at the mall. No question. Mm. I would love to just never have to go to the mall ever again. Mm, also that. I also <laughs> would love if you could get directions like, not that it's so hard to use um, an amusement park map, right? But mm, if you can mm. think of these places, which that's kind of like an indoor-outdoor hybrid. But if I could right. get the best footpath from, I don't know, Space Mountain to the Haunted Mansion based on real-time yeah. other foot traffic, that seems interesting to me. Right. You know what? Actually, I want to I want to divert briefly because John made a comment that I thought was interesting, which he talked about not having to go to the mall anymore. And I thought to myself, John lives pretty <laughs> close to Seattle, and so maybe you gotta go to that store. Would be John. a candidate to go to the Amazon store where you don't oh, have God. to actually like interact <laughs> with anybody ever. <laughs> well, that makes it slightly more appealing. But well, now now because John, I know of your deep and abiding fondness for Amazon and everything Amazon does. <laughs> I want to know if that's something that is in at all interesting. I guess it doesn't even open till uh, next year. Um, but like, to the I hadn't even considered. No, it, but, no, not um, at all. You know, I mean, if if I happen to be in the area, maybe I would go <laughs> just to see it. I mean, it it's actually not, it's seems... too far for me to go regularly. It seems brilliant. Forty five right? minutes. Like this idea of you go to the store, take the things you want, and then leave. Well, I, I'm super curious. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, in fact, and I, I should address these questions. I actually had a, a friend of mine who, or acquaintance of mine, email me the other day, or and, and a bunch of other people to say like, "Oh, he was really excited to announce this because he had been working on it at Amazon for a couple of years now." Um, but I'm super curious about how well this system works in terms of like. Uh, like collisions because they show like you can just walk up to the like shelf take a thing off it and it adds it to your cart and if you decide you don't want it you put it back and it like takes out your cart again and i'm like i'm super curious about what technologies they're using to do these things um and then i should guessing yeah exactly like what if you lex if lex and i both walk up and we both take like a like a like a gogurt or something like how does it not get confused <laughs> Um, but then I was watching with my girlfriend and she brought up an interesting question that I think would appeal or, uh, maybe apply to you guys, which is like, so it shows you have to like scan your QR code on your app to get in. Like there's a little turnstile thing almost. Um, and so the question for she had was like, well, what if you're like, what if you got like kids with you? Like, can you like bring them in with you? Do they have to scan themselves in? Like, and what happens when inevitably they start just pulling shit off the shelves, right? Because that's something kids do sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> seems like it's not. Yeah, I mean, particularly like little kids. Yeah, it seems like it's not designed for that. Like, maybe there's just no children allowed in this store. It, I, I think that those are reasonable questions, but it feels like maybe solvable. But, you know, at work, we just moved into a, a new building. And when you first enter the building and you're in the main entry, area of the lobby you push the button for the elevator you want even though you're still like 50 oh, feet yeah. from the elevators yeah. then you walk to the elevators then there's buttons you can push again if you want and so you know because many elevators especially in midtown at least have all the elevator buttons on the outside now you pick the right yeah floor, the uh the whole and then you go to the, the hotel no we were in when we are at the uh the now here this convention in anaheim had those and it did the same it thing. was That's right. super confusing but so like but the you, you've got you push the button so the elevator can be ready when you get there, and then you have to push it again, which is odd. But when I go through the security thing, I just have to have my key card thing in my wallet, and then they can say, "Oh, hi, Mr. Friedman," which is totally what they say in the lobby of this hotel uh, uh, office. And, uh, and you go before, but like that's that's like the super 
caveman version of what Amazon's trying to do, but like you can get how the technology could sort of work, but, uh, I don't know. I think it sounds awesome. Uh, so I, so I, who was it? Was it Jason Snell? Was it you, Dan? Somebody posted that, you know, the ideal dream is never having to leave the house. <laughs> well, isn't that what, isn't that what Amazon cool is? Technology. Yes. But like my wife, I, if I lived, if I were an unmarried man, I would order my groceries delivered, hands down. I hate going to the grocery store. It's another store where I have no idea where anything is. I'm always confused. I hate comparison shopping in person, and I hate it. So I would order food online and have it delivered to the house, but Lauren wouldn't do that because she wants to handpick her produce or whatever else. But if you could go to the supermarket and get the things that you wanted and leave without having to deal with other humans, that just sounds awesome to me. Like that to me, that's the dream. I don't mind leaving the house. I just don't want to deal with the rest of you people. Well, I got really upset when in one of my local grocery stores, they took out the automated checkout lines. Um, and that oh, really yeah. ticked me off because I used to be too. really good at those. And like, I think, I guess they're, they were, they introduced a lot of problems. There were some people who were just like, when Dan says he was always really good at them. He means that he would always win. Like he never had to pay for, I food. got the I high, I got the high <laughs> score every single time is what I'm saying. It's got my initials in there. Um, I guess there were a lot of people who had trouble with them. Um, but never really says to me cause it's like, it's not that freaking hard guys. Um, but it's, have either of you ever used, so when I started watching the video, I, I was thinking of it like the, um, you've been able to use for a while the apple store app to buy certain things have you guys ever tried that yeah uh yeah. and I, I agree with everybody's feedback that i've ever seen on it which is that you feel like you're <laughs> yeah, shopping exactly there. i thought it was pretty cool though it's but cool it, it, I mean, just it's, feels it, it is a little nerve-wracking i mean it's a little strange but um it was also kind of in neat. theory this takes and i will say it's like a step further though you don't okay. have to scan the things in the amazon one right like it, that's what makes it even wacker to me but like but you have I, to use their shopping cart is that the deal you don't even do anything though it's like my understanding is like you have an app that you yeah. set up and when you pull it off it automatically adds it and then you walk out of the store and it, it charges you when you're like walked out of the store like you don't really yeah, I don't interact need with a it. cart okay you uh, don't need, it's not it's not based on like the cart there's not right. like a thing in the cart that... i don't think so i could okay. like with the right, i well, hate well, going to the apple store other than the apple products like i I've, the apple store does not feel like a place that is super welcoming to me yeah <laughs> Um, I, I feel, I, I don't know. I feel tragically uncool whenever I go to an Apple store. Um, <laughs> it's just cause you're not also, recognized. Like people, Nobody's like, Hey, it's like, yeah. no, not that. Not that. It's just, there's people everywhere and it's hard to get anybody to pay attention to you. I, I do have trouble. Um, I have definitely had trouble in the last few times I've been there getting someone's attention, which I guess they feel like I, to be fair, I hate stores where I go in the stores and like people are coming up to you every three seconds. Like, can I help can you with something? Yeah, really. But at the same that's, time, that's I feel like great. Apple has overcorrected to the point where it's like, I have a thing. It's great. I found the thing I want. I want to get like pay for it and get out of here. And I find it really hard sometimes. Like, I wish there was still just like a, a desk or something where I could just be like, here, let me exchange money for goods. Yeah. I, well, I, I don't love going to stores and shop. I want to talk more about the Apple store, but I want to be clear. I don't love going to stores, especially for something as important and life and necessity as razors. I would much rather sit at home and get my razors delivered to me, which is exactly, of course, what you can do with Harry's. Um, <laughs> I've been sporting a beard for days. In fact, I very recently posted a photo of myself with Santa Claus, wherein Santa had, unsurprisingly, a large white beard. I did not. I had a short <laughs> brown beard, um, like a pirate. Uh, but I shaved it all off this morning with harry's razor um they have this limited edition shave set that they sent my way it's really nice the box itself that it comes in is beautiful the 
razor blade uh, is the same traditional Harry's blade that you know and love. And then the razor itself is just really cool. It feels really good in hand. If you haven't heard of them before, it's clearly your first time listening to the show, but Harry's was started by two best friends, Jeff and Andy, who were fed up with not being named Harry, and they were fed up with being overcharged for razors. So they started their own razor company to give people what they deserve, a great shave at a fair price. This holiday... Harry's is offering a limited edition shaving set, a midnight blue chrome razor handle, which is awesome and which you can get engraved with initials, three of Harry's German-engineered five-blade cartridges that provide a close, comfortable shave. That's true. Foaming shave cream that smells amazing. You know who else smells amazing? Dan Morin. A beautifully designed so gift true. box, and it goes for just $30 on harrys.com. They also offer handles and sets starting at just $10 if you haven't tried Harry's for yourself. Free shipping ends on December 9th. That's very soon. So act now. Go to harrys.com right now to get a limited edition holiday shave set while supplies last. And don't forget to enter our code REBOUND at checkout for $5 off. That's harrys, H-A-R-R-Y-S.com. Promo code REBOUND to get the holiday shave set while supplies last and free shipping uh, and $5 off with that promo code. So you'd be insane not to do it. Thanks, Harry's. We love you so, so much. We're back. Now, the Apple so, Store. It's garbage. Yeah. I hate it. I hate it there. I, I, I don't know. I have a fine time there. <laughs> it's also always I mean, it's so often crowded, crowded It's often crowded and sometimes hard to get. The thing, and somebody posted, I'll just see if I can find this, but somebody posted something recently about um, the fact that it's kind of hard to get a, an appointment though. Yeah. Like often you have to wait a few days to get, like, I think I had to wait. What did I, what did I go in for? Um, just a regular cleaning or was it a, like, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, I can't remember what it was, but, uh, I had to wait two days in order to, to get in there to get something fixed. I was, um, yeah, which was, I was, kind of I was super bummed to walk in right before I left on my trip. I had, really wanted to buy myself a pair of the Bose Bluetooth noise-canceling headphones, and I had seen them in this particular store. And I decided, you know, I would I would pop in, um, and it's over by my parents' house, so I was headed over there one day. I was like, oh, I'll just stop by and grab a pair. And I got there, and they were totally out of stock, which was kind of a surprise to me. Um, so I had, to, I had to go to a Best Buy, guys, and let me tell you, you think going to the, oh go the Apple store is bad. Whew. Yeah, Whew. really. Don't recommend more it. like turn that's, off the phone. That's no good. Oh, worst purchase, <laughs> as my friend used to call it. Uh, <laughs> worst purchase. It's not good. Yeah. It's not a no, good I, joke, I, I guys. It's not time. a good joke. It's, it's not, I don't know. That's all right. Uh, my uh, my parents had to go to the Apple Store recently because my dad uh, was prompted on his computer to update his Flash, but. He wasn't updated by, you know, Adobe. Don't He don't, was updated by don't. rogue, nefarious people. And so he had malware all over his machine. And here's the, this is the true story of his Apple Store experience. They went, they had some software that they ran to detect it. They detected the malware. They said, yep, you did install this malware. And then they sent him home. But they never told the software they were using to detect the malware to then remove it. So then my dad goes home. He's like, hey, it's still there. And he used the same software to remove it. But that's what happened. Ow. True story. That is uh first time I've heard of the malware. Uh, I've certainly, I mean, I guess I've heard of other instances in the wild, but the first time personally, I feel like yeah. I've, I've known someone. It, it begs the question, although I never know how to use that expression. What the hell sites right. was my dad visiting? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think we know. <laughs> Malware.com. <laughs> yes, that's the one. Um, 
I, uh, speaking of Amazon and Apple stores and purchases, uh, I did not purchase an extra power adapter from Apple because that would be crazy. But um, the nice thing about having a USB-C powered device now is that I got this anchor thing. Um, so it's an anchor uh, USB-C power port dealy and it has one USB-C you know type connector and then three or four I don't have it in front of me um USB A connectors and it charges a little slower than the Apple one um but it still charges and it's you know it's like I don't know is it like 30 I think it's you know is it like 30 bucks less or something I mean mm-hmm. including buying basically new in- cable instead of like a just like a power brick yeah right so instead of a power brick so I uh, got that um, yesterday, and did it work? It's been it's been nice. Yeah, it's been great. Um, so, uh, and it was weird because there were a number of people who said in the Amazon like reviews, like, "Oh, this doesn't charge Apple laptops," even though it says in the header that it does. Um, and it's supposed. The weird thing is, like, it's supposed to that that one plug that's supposed to be the sixty watt plug, which is the USB C one, actually seems like it works at forty. Uh, the system profiler thing says it's 45 watts mm. but it still charges relatively quickly it doesn't charge quite as fast some people in the slack room did some did some investigate who also have this did some investigation and uh it doesn't seem like it charges quite as fast as the apple one but it still charges you know relatively quickly mm. so you know uh john i not not to derail this this uh point about your most latest purchase but as i understand it um <laughs> And this is important. I don't want to run out of time before we get a chance to discuss it. Uh, I understand that's not the only uh, device to arrive at your house this week. <laughs> that is correct, Dan. This is very what important because uh, we got a really nice text from John a few days ago. Uh, you know, some might say angry. Um, some might say some might say uh, vindicative. Uh, I think is the word that I would use. Uh, so uh, how's it how's it going there with your uh, your new fancy device you got? Uh, I, I, I haven't, I mean, for, first of all, okay. So what happened was, um, this box came and I opened it up and I just start laughing because it's, um, it's an Amazon echo uh, and, uh, and there's a note, there's a note in it from my parents. <laughs> saying, Merry Christmas. It was not from me and Lex. <laughs> Uh, I wish it had no, been at this no, point. Sure, I think sure that, that would have been much better. Yeah. We got you a dot. We're <laughs> not going to buy you a whole freaking echo, yeah. dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. So I, I'm assuming they bought it on on uh, Cyber Monday or whatever. Um, so it's a, it's a Christmas present. I haven't opened it yet. I mean, I opened the box and saw what it was, but it's going under the tree. Okay. Oh man, I am so looking forward to finding but, out what um, happens when you, you eventually know, open it. There was an article uh, about um, how some how those things work, and which just kind of t- really turned me off even more. <laughs> So I don't know what I'm going to do. I haven't decided if I'm going to, I'm going to plug it in and I'm going to try it. That's for sure. But, uh, I'm not sure if I'm going to keep it plugged in. Well, maybe why don't you just put it in like a closet somewhere and then whenever you need it, just open the closet and just be like, Alexa. Yeah, sure. Right. And then start talking to it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think, um, I think, I think, well, okay. I don't know specifically what article you read about this. I think the mention of the fear around it is to my mind overblown um as someone who's had an echo in his house for quite some time now like they're they're and they still they haven't come yeah to nobody has attacked me like call us naive but i am certain that it is only listening to hear if you're about to say the trigger word it's not listening for anything else it would be constantly sending stuff to the internet if you if it was listening to anything else and it's not like i've i've monitored my home network and it's not uploading 
stuff nonstop. It's on device listening to see if the last thing you said was Alexa. How do you do that, by the way? Just to divert for a sec. How um, do you monitor your... I uh, there's apps for that. Traffic I was using like an app. I don't remember which one it is. I got it from the Mac App Store, but it can monitor all the things that are going through my router. From the Mac App Store. Okay. Yeah. All right. I'll all look right. it up. Um, yeah, look it up, would you? Yeah, I will say the Echo Dot um has been okay. I'm surprised at just how crappy they made that speaker. Like I had read that it wasn't as good as the Amazon Echo full size. It's, it's sure. not good. Yeah, it's not good. But like there are other small speakers that sound good and it feels like maybe they intentionally made it sound not so good so that you would buy the bigger one. I don't know. Like maybe there's a lot of smarts that have to go in there so they couldn't put good speaker stuff in there, but it's really bad. Like my kids are like, why does the voice sound so different? I'm like, oh, because it's a piece of shit. <laughs> like I like the device just fine. It has the same smarts, obviously, but it is, it sounds like painfully bad. Yeah, I mean, it's a $50 thing, right? And it's like, I think it's there. I mean, it's nice at least that it has an aux out port. So if you really want better sound on it, you can get better sound on it. But yeah, they clearly cut some corners in there to get it on the, at that price point. I, I, you know, and I agree with Lex, maybe, maybe I'm being naive. But again, it ha- it's been a while for me. And it's not like, I, I don't even buy, I've bought one thing via the Echo in the like year and a half or so that I've had it. Um and it was like it was on Prime Day because it was cheaper. Like like Lex, you bought some stuff through it that we were talked about last week, I think. Yes. Um, and I got two ten dollar gift cards for buying through my Echo. Yeah, What's but up, like baby? you know, it's not like I've bought. You know, I I don't I don't find it particularly yeah, nefarious. Um, I find it more beneficial than not. I'm interested because I uh, when I get back, I have a Google Home waiting for me, and I will be interested to see how that stacks up. Um, I'm actually, see, uh, unlike John, I feel like I'm more concerned about the Google Home listening to more crap because that seems like more up Google's oh, yeah. alley. I'm pro- I, I would, I'd probably go along with that. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm certain the Google Home is always listening and it's writing it all down. <laughs> <laughs> just to use against you later, just in case. Like, oh, yeah, Dan said the other day that John really, he, he's, he smells like cheese. That's what he said. Sorry, I'm just, I, it wasn't me. I'm just, report, I'm just reporting it. <laughs> I can imagine you're at home and you're like, honey, where did I leave my keys? And the Google Home's like, I hate to interrupt, but I believe you dropped them in the front entry. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm your honey Yeah, I was going to say, it has to call you sweetie at the end there, though. (laughs) Yeah. Well, well, when Apple comes out Mm -hmm. with one, we'll throw out our Google Homes, we'll throw out our Amazon Echoes, and we'll all be slaves to Siri. Okay. <laughs> Why did I know you would sign right on to that? Because they don't, they're not interested in my information. I'm not sure Amazon's that interested in you either. Don't flatter yourself. <laughs> I'm sure Amazon's interested. I'm sure they're very I do love... interested. Dan, shut up. <laughs> I, I, I bought. Um... I just love that you buy anything from Amazon and then everywhere you go on the internet for the next couple of days, they just show you more ads for the <laughs> you thing see you the same yeah, Or, or yep. very similar. They're not even that smart. Like, how good could their algorithms be? <laughs> yeah, exactly. What could they do? All they could do is say, hey, why don't you buy this thing you already bought? That's not that it's smart. Like when, it's don't like when people include, in, accuse government of being both incompetent and like nefarious evil people. And it's like, you know, you can't have it both ways. They can't be evil super geniuses and totally incompetent. Uh, Dan, have you seen our current political climate? (laughs) No, I've been in India for a month. (laughs) Very bad. The show is very bad.
Very bad. Bad like a fox. 